This is the Overtime Podcast Network. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Hey, I'm Ken Pettit. And I'm Martin Fraser. And we are Loud Americans Discussing Soccer, better known as Lads. Today is Friday, March 29th. What the fuck is up, guys? We got a fun packed show. Ali Solkshar is at the wheel. Martin, Ali Solkshar is at the wheel. How do you feel? Uh, let me just quote. Let me just rip a quote from the famous song. Tell me how good it feels, Kevin, because it feels great. It feels fantastic. It's deserved. It's a long time coming. And oh my God, Ollie's at the wheel. This feels like destiny. He's, he's just, he just makes me smile. He makes my heart happy. He makes me remember the good times at Manchester United. And I, I, I see some Manchester United fans, actually quite a bit of Manchester United fans, kind of pissed off that Manchester United didn't land Potts or, or Zidane. But look at what Ollie's done for this club. Out of 19 games, he's won 14, drawn two. That's fantastic. Amassed most points since his takeover. He's brought back that good feeling for Manchester United, Manchester United fans, the players, the staff. And I don't think you can argue with those results. Yeah, he lost the past two games, but odds, man. He was bound to lose a game or two, so you can't hate him for that. Players are coming back from the international break this weekend. We'll get into the games this weekend, but I'm I'm super excited to see out the last six games. Oh my God, that hurts to say of the season with Ollie at the wheel. But Kev, it feels fucking good. We've got Sanchez, Paul Pogba, and Fred, Marcus Rashford, Mankborn, and Bread. Ah, I am happy about this appointment. Now we just need a director of football, and we might be on the right track. But don't get it twisted. You know United shooting for real trophies next year. Or at least I fucking hope so. Yeah, dude, this feels so overdue. Like yeah. and it's and it's like so weird that it's happening now after back to back losses. Like I feel like they should have done this weeks ago, but I feel like it's also like kinda good that they did it now because like everyone's like, Oh, back to back losses. So this kinda like takes away from that. You know what I mean? Like it kinda like <laughs> it's kinda like, all right, how do we cover this up like with some news? It's kinda like what LeBron was doing at the Lakers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was that like is true. We're like, uh, we're kind of sucking right now. How can I make some headlines by? <laughs> so this is this is good. This is some good PR by Manchester United. I got their PR guys great. Um, because everyone's <laughs> great pretty... timing. No, it's awesome timing. Um, obviously overdue. Like you said, since he's come in, he's amassed the most points, um, of any of the top six managers. Um, he's you know, even though he's not in fourth place. I feel like if Josie Mourinho was in the same position, you guys would be dead by daylight. So this is awesome. And the rumors are that you guys are going to be spending heavy. So uh, I was going to tell you, I saw Jaden Sancho, dude. So Jaden Sancho coming to United. Do you like that? Like, I'm, I'd be pretty fucking jazzed if I was you. I, I actually would love it. Um, apparently, Manchester United have shifted their focus from center backs because they think Ollie's improved. Uh, the center back pairing enough for it to be sustainable to focus on forwards. And I love that Jaden Sancho rumor because of two main, three, fuck me, 
three main reasons. Dude, how many reasons? Ooh. Tell me. Dude, tell Trace. me. Is there Trace? Trois. Okay. Trois. Uh, oh, fuck you. Those are the don't only keep... languages don't... I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm uh, signing. I'm sign languaging you three, but it's just I this hate is you so much. This I is podcast. You. Oh, you hate sign language? Do you hate deaf people? Well, they'll never know because they'll never listen to this. But that's true. Um, I'm, that's I'm true. safe here. I'm fucking yeah. safe. This is my this... safe space from deaf people, so I hey. can say <laughs> I can say what I want, but not really. Um, what was I saying? But yeah, <laughs> where Sancho. am I? Who am I? <laughs> where am I? Who am I? Fucking what is life? What was I talking about? Not deaf people. Jaden Sancho. Yes. Jaden Sancho. I love that target for not three deaf. major reasons. Not deaf. Jaden Sancho is not deaf. Confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, number one being he is an extremely talented player. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. He's, he's tearing up the Bundesliga. He's got these streaking fucking runs where he's, he's like... He's got his eyes on goal. That's it. He doesn't fucking play around. He just beats them with speed and athleticism. And I love to see that in a winger. Um, secondly, he is young. And I love this young team Ollie is putting together for Manchester United. You've got Martial. You've got Rashford. Uh, if Jaden Sancho comes in, that's a huge bump. Uh, Victor Lindelof is young. Fucking Luke Shaw is young. Paul Pogba is still fucking young. This is a young, athletic uh, group that United is starting to put together, and it's fucking awesome to see it take shape. And third, he's an English international, and I know that that doesn't seem like a lot, but look at who he's playing with. He's playing, his strike partner is going to be fucking Marcus Rashford. His backup, presumably, is going to be his teammate on the international team as well, Jesse Lingard. Then he's got Luke Shaw. Technically, he has Phil Jones and Chris Smalling as well, and <laughs> that's why I said technically they're on they're on paper. I mean, they're on the not, fucking lineup. <laughs> you're not you're not wrong. They are I'm not on, lying. <laughs> they're on the team, and dude, I'm still thinking about how like this hasn't lost like left my fucking noggin since the last podcast. But that the fact that Phil Jones is younger than Neymar is still wild. That is. Did you did you hear what I said again? Like I I think I might bring he this up. He looks like a podcast. thirty year old fucking drunkard. It's looks, crazy what alcohol would do to you, kids. Stay yeah, away from that shit unless you're like, watching sports. It was like back like six years ago, like watching Diego Costa being like that guy's really only his mid twenties, <laughs> yeah, right? Like right. that guy that was is a fucking mind fuck, dude. Every time I got told that, I'm like, no, nah, like like that guy's nah. way. That guy's like definitely older than Ronaldo, right? He's like, nah. Like <laughs> he's like, twenty six. What? What? That I'm ugh, fucking mind blown. But yeah, go on. Oh, sorry, I just took a sip of the whiskey. Um, are you drinking whiskey, dog? Yeah, what are you I drinking? Am. I I don't know. It was oh, in a, it was in a fucking glass, one of those fucking like old school fifty looking things. Mm. I don't know. No, Probably. uh, no, no, Evan Williams Green Label. No, it's much better than that. I can tell you that firsthand. Dude, it's it's fucking, real good. Fucking drinking Evan Williams Green Label before like our big like dance parades. back when we were oh, parades. Or, yeah. Or, or yeah, back before ring figure. Like people forget that we went to a military college where we had actual like dances. <laughs> fucking <laughs> like, ring like, figure. Do you remember the parade? Kenny, our friends Kenny and Guthrie or Kenny and Monson had to carry me out. Literally carry me information out. And Dude. Kevin was 
I, you were giggling and talking the entire time to oh. everyone and anyone. So so if people don't know, like we went to a military college. I think a couple of people know if you're a long time listener, you know that. But like I still can't believe like the absurdity of fucking going there. Like yeah. of like we had to like do parades and like wear uniforms made out of fucking wool. You know how itchy that shit is? It's so unbearable. Like we were straight out of the fucking Civil War. So yeah, before we get our big rings, because you know, we're obviously compensating for something uh <laughs> we have to do this parade for it and the night we get the parades we don't get blackout drunk but we still have it's like a, a, a tradition to that you still have to do it the next day like people are f- passing out it's like a shit show and like people Fucking show guy up i was puking information kept it together marched on yeah dude like that's so funny i remember he like puked and we all like cracked up and he just like yeah (laughs) just just, it's fine it's fine i was just talking i was gagging a little bit as i usually do and um it was it was a it was a good time i i still don't know how i explain this to people and they still go like and they meet me and they're like no fucking way and i'm like yeah yeah way yahweh the 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 jewish is it the same god as the christian god yahweh i don't know anyway i think i think so i don't know yeah um if we have any Jewish listeners, let me know. Hit me up. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm liking this Manchester, United, <laughs> this Manchester United move. You guys definitely have the momentum. And you know what? Teams are made on momentum, Martin. Like, Liverpool had the momentum last year. And look at them. Look, look. Right there at the tippy top of the table next to Man City, who's obviously... Actually, no. Liverpool's ahead because Man City has the game in, head, in hand. So... Um, wh- who would be a signing you'd want? Like, who's who's like a dude you like? You'd be like, fuck yeah! Like, I want him right now. Uh, I actually disagree with Manchester United's targets. Shockingly, I think we should still mm. absolutely fucking target a defender. Uh, Kalubali is my fucking dude. Goddamn fucking hulking defender. Sick. Sick. It, it just reminds me of the Vidiches. The John O'Shea's on his best day, which came once in a blue moon. Rio Fernandes, the crunching tackles, that big man, big presence in the back. Because we kind of have that with Eric Bai, but that man is either hurt or making stupid mistakes. And I love Eric Bai. I want him to do much better. But Victor Lindelof, he's, he's the smart, smart fucking center back who can take that ball up. So he needs a counterpart who is a hulking mass of a fucking defender who is going to scare the attackers. Like, can you imagine little-ass Eden Hazard going up against Koulibaly? I, I, I might poop myself a little bit. That'd be like going up against company in his prime. Like, you see that big man coming to you, and you're just like, mm, mm, maybe I just want to pass the ball. I don't want to try and beat him because he's going to hurt me. Yeah, he's just a scary man, and he's thick. You want a big, thick, thick man, you know, in the box. That's, you know, look at Virgil van Dijk. Thick. That's true. Thick. Just Go after thick players, y'all. Harry Maguire, thick. I, like, thick. blockhead? Let's go. Just a thick head. I would head. still take Harry Maguire, by the way. No, I know don't. he's not oh. all that it's popped up to be. He's not as good as he was in, in the World Cup. But Harry Maguire is my dude till I die. I'll always yeah. have his back. Yeah, I was saying that. I was on uh, our good friend Anthony Shopa's show yesterday called Two Foot Talk. Go check it out with uh, his buddy Ty. Um, and we were talk- I was saying on that that like literally it was the best thing for all the clubs in the world that they didn't sign him after the World Cup because now his value has de- decreased tremendously. Like after oh, the World yeah. Cup, 
and like it sucks for him it's almost like the isaiah thomas thing in like the celtics <laughs> like his value has dropped astronomically since the world cup like after the world cup martin i'm just saying he could have gone for maybe 50 million and i wouldn't have been shocked like i wouldn't i would not have been shocked but now i could see him just going for like a which is still a lot for a defender but maybe like 20 something 20 million i'd see a cool 35 that's Ooh, what I was thinking. That Mustafi, cool that Mustafi price. Mm. Yeah, right. And you get the same quality defense. Uh, well, maybe not that bad. But all right. Congrats to Oli Salkshar. Oli's at the wheel. Oh, I forgot to mention, I tweeted out that video. Uh, it's the scene from Wolf of Wall Street where it's like, I'm not fucking leaving. And everyone's going wild. That's just how I imagined the dressing room was this morning. Just like, boys. I'm not fucking leaving. And they're all going crazy. I hope there was champagne. They threw a midget on a target board. I love Wolf of Wall Street so much. Um, but also, if you want to check that, there's actually a really great debate between two other fellow podcasters, Tyler Dunn and Critty Smith. Critty being a Liverpool fan and Tyler a Man U fan gets pretty heated. So if you want to go check out some like I was just watching it and I was just like pretty much egging them on like with fucking like you know like just like with popcorn gifts like go please go on I can't stop this is so much great content right now it's like I was like Mr. Burns like <laughs> like just in the background uh, but it got pretty heated so I was I was enjoying that so but yeah Ollie is at the wheel Martin so let's um let's move on uh international break has brought further injuries and specifically to our boy Hershey, Pennsylvania's own Christian Pulisic out three to four weeks, which includes the Bayern Munich clash. So Dortmund will be without him. That's, I think, a big loss for Dortmund, even though he has been in and out of the starting lineup. Yeah. Uh, having him off the bench is tremendous. And this is just another reason where I'm like, yep, Dortmund's going to fucking bottle it. Like, what do you, what, like, I, and like, I never really bought into Dortmund. I know we had our, Again, Critty Smith, who's like our like Bundesliga expert here on the show. I never really bought into Dortmund with in the way Bayern's been like as of late. Yeah, I I one thousand percent agree with you there. I I think we were talking about it maybe a month, month and a half ago, about Dortmund possibly blowing it, and now again with such little time left in the season, I, I think Bayern Munich is only a point behind Borussia Dortmund, maybe two points. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. But I do not see Dortmund being able to beat Bayern Munich head-to-head, and I do not see Dortmund being able to win every single game to the end of the season like I know Bayern Munich probably will. It's just that sad fact about Bundesliga football. Bayern's going to get you, mm-hmm. and Bayern is just about got Borussia Dortmund, I think. I think it's a shame. It would have been fucking cool if Borussia Dortmund had had that almost fairy tale story to win another title in the last ten years. But it's it's looking like the giants of looking, German football. It's not looking good. It's not, not looking great. It's not looking great for Dortmund. Sorry, black and yellow guys. Uh, you Bumblebees. know, I, it, it, it's kind of like the fucking you know Gary Lineker quote, which I think he took from someone else. But we've just now attributed it to Gary Lineker like football is a simple game uh what's it called 11 guys go on the pitch and then at the end Germany wins it's the same thing in the Bundesliga um and after 90 minutes Bayern wins the Bundesliga title like that's 
that's literally like you could just like control F and like plug in. <laughs> like seriously, fire. And Munich? they just signed fucking Lucas Hernandez from Atletico Madrid. So oh. for Christ's sakes, they're gonna have Joshua Kimmich as one right wing back and Lucas Hernandez as the other left wing back. David Alaba as a center back, his true position, and Mats Hummels, who, by the way, Germany is not done. That's a scary team going into the 2019 season, so they're going to win again. It's it's you never win. It's always Bayern. They always win. Yeah, Bundesliga is so fucking boring. Anyway, let's move on. Um, I got a bone to pick, Martin. I got a real bone, bone to pick, dude. I'm picking that bone. Bleacher Report put out, I got this update, and maybe I overreacted, but I don't care. Because <laughs> um, I was talking to Martin before, and he's like, dude, I think you're like kind of overreacting. I'm like, no, I'm not fucking overreacting. <laughs> so Bleacher Report he tweeted might be out a this. Little. Maybe. So Bleacher <laughs> Report tweeted out this thing saying, like, the headline was like, Mane has never gone to a party with like one of those like shocking face emojis. And his quote was like, yeah, I don't have time for that. And like for me, my first initial reaction is like, well, he's fucking Muslim. And it's like, you know, for the hardcore Muslims, they don't drink. So to me, it just made sense. And he, him and Mohammed Salah uh, have come out and said like, yeah, we don't drink. It's against our like, you know, our, our personal Muslim religion. Obviously, like there's different degrees, which Martin has enlightened me about, which I should have thought about. But, you know, I was just thinking of like the hardcore Muslim, I guess. So my bad. But Bleacher Report, this isn't a story. And he has come out multiple times saying, like, yeah, he doesn't drink. You even had um, a picture on your Instagram where it's, like, all the Liverpool players, after they beat Bayern Munich, drinking beer in, like, a cartoon. And you didn't put Mane and Salah in there on purpose because they're Muslim and they don't drink. Like, I just – how is this a headline? Who cares? Like, I get it. Like, take his man card away because he doesn't party. But, like – it's just, it's just this religion, man. Like, relax. And Martin, I know, like, I think several other, I think you said Pogba drinks. There's several others. You have friends uh, who have, my mom dated a Muslim for a while. He drank. I should have thought with that. Fucking Brian. Um, <laughs> I forgot so, about that. He got he his bootleg to, DVDs. Yeah, he got his bootleg DVDs. He also, like, had fake coach bags he sell at the back of his van. That was a weird time. Um, <laughs> I could do, I could do a whole podcast about that just to, the men in and out of my life anyway um <laughs> anyway anyway let's let's definitely move on from that but yeah i just i just you know it's just one of those things where i'm like bleacher report i get it it's an international break but like just pick another headline like i just think you're just kind to like just bait us into this thing i don't know can i can i offer like the assholian response yeah yeah sure you can do whatever the fuck you want man yeah go for it <laughs> so I don't think it's a big deal at all. And literally, the only reason I say that is because Bleacher Report fucking posts so much dumbass shit on their Instagram, Twitter, Uh, all that shit. Fucking, like, they ran the same story about Zidane last week. They were just like, he never drank or partied. Oh, my God, what? And, And it's like... Crazy. Yeah, the dude's a fucking professional athlete. So, like, I, I don't think it's... I don't think you should be I don't think anyone should be offended on behalf of Muslims because it's 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 bleacher report. It's it's them posting dumbass shit because there's no news because it's the international break. And it's it's no different than posting that shit about Zidane. Uh I, I just don't think it's a All huge right. deal. I just I, think they're dumb. I overreacted. Shit. I, I overreacted. It's fine. <laughs> I just wanted I put it I put a tweet out about bitch. it. Kev, and you I got just, a bitch. You gotta fucking air that shit dude, out. I gotta Otherwise get it, it out. Eats you up. You I'm air that fucking, shit out. 
I'm gonna fucking explode, okay? Like, I, I think I, I, think <laughs> I even put my fist through the wall. I think I literally tweeted too. I said, "Read a fucking book." <laughs> like I, like I, I like, like fucking McLovin. <laughs> uh, you're actually, like a fifty-year-old man trapped in your twenty-four-year-old body. Dude, you're I just really, full yeah. of. You're just like, okay, idiot. It's time to fucking learn. Yeah, I'm I, about I, it. Which is actually funny because McLovin was talking about Muhammad, saying it's the most popular <laughs> name in the world. So, look, so it just fucking all, time's a flat circle, dude. It is a flat circle. Fuck yeah! And I just finished True Detective season three, which was fucking awesome. So um, it Oof. was uh, uh, Marshala Ali, another Muslim. But look, it's just I think I think we're the most time is a flat circle. It. I mean, it. It's so fucking flat. All right, let's move on. Martin, we're on the hot seat. Oh. It's getting hot in here, then. Yeah, it's why getting... are we on the hot seat? Well, me, well, BBC Match of the Day tweeted out, this is what it said. It said, it's okay to be white, it's okay to be black, it's okay to be Asian. Uh, feels like a Dr. Seuss fucking thing I'm about to read. It's not, okay. Uh, it's okay to be female, it's okay to be male, it's okay to be gay, it's okay to be straight, it's okay to be you, in all caps, but it's never okay to call football soccer, winky face. So, Martin, we're loud Americans discussing soccer. I think we're on the fucking hot seat. Mm. America- I think we got to start another another uh, rivalry. We mm. had a time in our podcast where we uh, we were anti-British. Kevin, mm. I think we might be anti-BBC right now, even though they did release you know the top top twenty best foreign players in the EPL, and we basically agreed with them. So good on you. But this is a this is an insult I will not take. I'm not gonna I will die this. on this hill. I'm I not will fucking fuck. stand here until it's dark and then I'll go home because I'm hungry, but I'll die here. Yeah, and uh, shout out to our top comment, which is absolutely true from our Facebook. The fucking term soccer was invented in the UK. That's yeah. It's on you. See, we're this is your fault. This is you, your we're fault. basically your children. So <laughs> horrible parenting, UK. You, fuck you. Yeah, honestly, like... I know we like had a rebellious stage during the revolution and stuff, but you should have like done something. You should have kept a closer eye on us. Honestly, this is your fault. So you invented it. it. This is your fucking bed. Yeah, I could have a cool British accent right now if you couldn't keep your shit together trying to conquer India and the rest of the world. But now you had to let us, you know, fight for our independence. I guess really England, UK, you fucked up. And you know what? You did. I'm calling it soccer. I'll call where the fuck I want because you know what? Everyone else calls it here. You want me just to change it so every time I say fucking football, I got to be like, haha. No, I mean like uh, soccer. Like, do you, that's what you want me to do. That you want me to literally have to go up to everyone and be like, oh, I saw the football match the other day and be like, oh, who was it? The Eagles versus the Patriots? And I'll be like, no, it's fucking Arsenal Tottenham. Like, no, I'm not doing that. They go want fuck- you to be a douchebag. They want yeah. you to be that douchebag who's just like, oh, yeah. you see the football match, mate? Nah, like, nah, BBC. I'm American. I drink fucking Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bleed red white and blue i am an american <laughs> i am i'm not gonna do it and you know what they put us on the hot seat but i'm putting them back on the hot seat okay because Oof. Uh, ready ready you know what because you, you got brexit so you're on the hot seat so you've been on the yeah. hot seat so <laughs> you got fucking brexit that that tr- that's the trump card that wins yeah you don't even so, have to say anything after that Oof. yeah Woof. So your match of the day is Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> and your that's, that's... PM resigning to get the deal through. 
That yeah. is just a shit firestorm. Yeah, you guys are fucked. So you can make fun of us all you want, but I, you guys got a whole fucking bag of marbles worth of issues that you guys got to deal with. So I don't. Yo, are I, are our parents getting divorced? Oh. England and and the and Europe. Those are our parents. Are they getting divorced? We went through that rebellious phase. I think we oh, caused no. this. We oh, caused no. this, Kevin. We Martin. have to blame ourselves for the divorce. We have to hate ourselves for the rest oh, of our uh, lives. Ah oh, man, that's too real. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I think we have to blame ourselves. Really. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, BBC. Uh, you know, it's you know what you know. It's not okay, BBC. It's you know, uh, crumpets suck. Your food sucks. <laughs> Get him, Kev. You're, you're, and it's strong. Dude, I'm li- strong. <laughs> I I lived there for fucking six months. I never had a good meal. I'm gonna say it. I ordered steak. Oof. Every steak there was fucking burnt to a crisp i never like the best thing that happened was i came back to america and had good food they had good curry that was about it but your food is shit yeah i'm putting you guys on the hot seat and back to anti-british podcast right anti-british here. podcast 2019 we Anti- back baby anti-racist anti-british don't put the, <laughs> don't 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 put don't lump them together they're very <laughs> yeah, right. anti-podcast very... can we be anti-podcast yeah you know what we're gonna strict the video we're going straight to video now so <laughs> Um, we're anti we're the anti podcast yeah we're the new like how bruce willis is now straight to netflix like he doesn't like he's just been doing like shitty movies and like has been bagged it in the past couple years he's like just but doing a bunch of movies that don't even get theatrical releases that's gonna be us you want to be that i think that's cool we still get a paycheck truth truth that's that's what i care about i don't care about england Mm. I'll i'll take that paycheck fuck england yeah yeah i'll say it even though all my favorite players and teams are there yeah. that's fine. Yeah, yeah i know I, that i know that I'll, yeah that's a I sacrifice know that. i can make yeah I'll, I, I'll watch them from afar again this is the hill we'll die on <laughs> <laughs> so anyway before we move into our epl weekend bets i had one last mention i watched hot ones which you don't know what hot ones is go on youtube and watch it it's hilarious they get celebrities on there they eat super hot wings starting with like tabasco sauce all the way up to like super mega death sauce hilarious stuff um they had jimmy butler who's the basketball player for the 76ers me and martin's uh basketball team and martin this is so funny in the opening uh segment of the episode he's like praying because jimmy butler doesn't handle hot food apparently well and he's saying like pray for me that i get through this also pray for neymar's leg so (laughs) um I think him and Neymar are boys, so I think it was serious. But like watching it live at work, I just literally let out a cackle. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" Um, so I, I guess you know if you have to say anything, Neymar, like Jimmy Butler's blessed you, dude. You got to get back out there. Like at this point, like he's just being a pussy. That's true. He's still with his sister, isn't he? Mm. Mm. What are they up to? Actually, no one's been talking about Neymar. Hmm. What's uh? What's what's going on there? Check right. on the whereabouts of the sister. Stat. Stat. Fucking global police. Get that <laughs> sister out of danger. UN. Where are you? Where are you, boys? <laughs> oh uh, yeah, that's right. that's right. That's the global police. I, I was just. Oh, I was. Christ, I thought Christ. I was making up a fucking like fun little space force mm. nickname oh. for a fantasy. Were, but... were you? No, Martin. There's real like world police. There's <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot about that aspect. <laughs> that's, that's, that's okay. That's fine. You know, we're in our little bubble over here in we're America. We're talking about soccer. We ain't talking about fucking UN. I don't need to be thinking about the United Nations right now. This isn't a mock debate. 
Yeah, this is a real debate. Yeah, everything's pretty fucked over there anyway, in here. But you know, it's fucked everywhere. Actually, it's pretty World's good. Fucked y'all. Actually, after I said it, I'm like, nah, everything's pretty. Like, I don't know. Who knows? I because some people say the world's fucked. Other people say it's fine. Who do you believe? Do you believe us? Mm. Do you believe? Do you believe them? I don't know. Anyway, so before we move into our EPL weekend bets, uh, we're gonna take a quick break right now. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. <laughs> All right, Martin, we are back. We are doing our EPL weekend bets. So this is brought to you by MyBookie. Put in the promo code overtime. You get like 50% off uh, your first sign up or something like that. Uh, pretty fucking sick. I love MyBookie. Um, I'm getting back into sports betting. I've been doing a little March Madness, but now the Premier League's back. I- I'm not going to bet international break because that's just like Martin personally, like, Fuck, because I don't know what I'm gonna get. Because teams are not even playing; they own their full roster. I feel like teams aren't going like a hundred percent. So, like, I I never really bet the international breaks. I think it's just like a crapshoot. Do you agree? Yeah, it's like betting on bowling. Mm-hmm. You don't watch bowling. You don't know who to bet for. Like, well, I, I mean, I, I watch I international. Bet on that. I mean, I do I watch international bet. break, but like, I just don't know what what product I'm going to get with these games. So we have. Man City versus Fulham, Bournemouth Leicester, Watford Man U, Huddersfield Town Crystal Palace, <gasps> Wolverhampton Wolves, Burnley, Southampton versus Brighton, Everton West Ham. Then we got on Sunday, that w- those were the Saturday matches. Oh, Martin, just me- I'm getting chills just, just naming all the teams again. Like it's I'm back. Just, it's I'm getting, so back. Getting fucking goosebumps. All right, Sunday, we got Chelsea Cardiff, and then the big boy. Fucking strap on your big boy pants. Tottenham Liverpool, baby. This could this could be the title right here, Martin. Could it could. could could Tottenham spoil it for Liverpool? Uh, and then Monday we have Newcastle Arsenal, uh, and then we have week. Oh, got him burping. So I, I I'm on my like second PBR already, and uh, it's just I'm very gassy. Um, and then there's midweek games. So Martin, I'm gonna tell you the games I like, and then I think we should definitely focus on Tottenham Liverpool. So go. The, the game I like a lot at plus 316 Bournemouth. I know it's at Leicester, but I like an, I think I'm I'm smelling a cherries upset. That's just me. I feel like the cherries are going to pop Leicester in the face. I'm all in on Bournemouth and Eddie Howe and the gang. So that's one I really like. Um, also, this might upset you. But I do kind of like Watford. I do too. I do too. I do at, too. Do it's because Watford is mm. plus plus six thirty four against United, and my only hesitation is because it's at Old Trafford, and it's so hard to win at Old Trafford. So, but plus three forty eight for a draw is not bad either. Um, also, this is just my you know. Fuck it, bet. I'm betting. I'm betting the Terriers. They're they're they were our boys, and you know what? Huddersfield at Crystal Palace at plus sixty six six ah eh, plus six sixty seven. That was really I. Well, I got super fucked there. Um, <laughs> um, I like I like the Terriers. I don't tell me why. You don't. I just like them to beat Crystal Palace because I feel like I haven't watched Huddersfield in a while, and I feel like they've gotten good. I know they haven't, but like in the back of my degenerate gambling head, I feel like they've gotten better. I'm taking the Terriers. So those are some of my bets for the weekend. Who are, who do you like? Uh, first off, I, I want to start off with uh, the same game that you picked with Bournemouth and, and Leicester. I am 100% on the same side. 
I think Bournemouth is is the better team this year, at least. I Ooh. didn't think there was a a uh, a question about that. To be perfectly honest, I, I think the Cherries are more dangerous than Leicester. Um, so I would put my money on Eddie Howe's team to pull off the supposed upset. And God damn it, if I'm not agreeing with you again, I got to stop doing this. It, it doesn't feel right because I, as a betting man would put some money on Watford. Watford's a fun fucking team. They've got some dangerous players like Delafeu, Troy Deeney, fucking Van Anholt. They've got some awesome, awesome fucking attacking moves going forwards. And I, I actually am a little bit scared about this fucking matchup. But on the flip side of things, United coming off that international break with a lot of quote-unquote injured players who couldn't play in the international break. So it's a fresher squad. Ollie's at the wheel, just confirmed. So it's a lot of great energy going into this game. So I, I think that game um, is going to be super interesting. I think it can go either way. Uh, but I think it's going to be two extremes. I think either Manchester United dominates a 3-0 victory, 3-1 victory, or uh, Watford wins by one goal. I, I, that's Those mm-hmm. are the two extremes that are in my mind. And then lastly, look, I, I want to be perfectly fucking clear when I say this. I love Burnley. And <laughs> the Wolves I, this weekend. But dude, giant killers. Dude, Wolves. I know. Dude. I know. But Burnley, I'm just saying, is a completely different beast than the Giants that the killers have been facing. Burnley is a slow, a defensive, methodical. A methodical old man team and they will grind out a result here and there this season last season they were doing that on the reg but that's another story so i think i would pick burnley in this game over the wolves even though i think the wolves are a much more talented team but kevin all i want to talk about all the people want to hear Newcastle Arsenal. Oh. No, no. (laughs) Fuck Monday games. You know, every single Monday game is usually crap. I can't believe they put Arsenal in there against Newcastle. I think that's going to be a bloodbath, but that's another story. I want to talk about the story of the tape, the tale of the tape. That's what Bruce Buffer says. Mm. Tottenham versus Liverpool. The season, the title, the legacy on the line. Mm. Because I think this is super similar to the Dortmund Bayern game. This is winner go home in my book. Yeah, but the thing is, Martin, it's Tottenham. It's so, Tottenham. No so, pressure though. Tottenham isn't doing shit. No, I dude, I think there's some secret pressure. There's some secret? low low key pressure because I've seen pressure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen, listen, okay. <laughs> Tottenham. Everyone like wants Liverpool not to win the league. I'm not saying I do. I want Liverpool to win the league. I know you don't. Everyone on Twitter and social media who are not Liverpool fans want Liverpool to lose. I think that's a fact. So I think everyone's looking at Tottenham to do it. They're like, come on, guys. You're the last big team that Liverpool plays. It has to be you to spoil the fun. So Mm. do you see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's so the the pressure is on Tottenham, or I'm putting the pressure on Tottenham because if you don't want Liverpool to win, I think Tottenham needs to get at least a draw or beat Liverpool. 
Mm. Which, which is obvious. Like that's what needs to happen for yeah, you know for yeah. to win the race. I sound that like that mathematically I sound, makes sense. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I picked up on it. I'm not a smart man. Okay, so but <laughs> Tottenham, like dudes, like you guys got to show out. Kane is in form. You got Saul and Deli Ali back, right? They're all healthy. I mean, there's no reason that this Tottenham squad, who has done phenomenal in the Champions League, can't go in the end into Anfield and be competitive. But I'm really, Martin, you know how I think the first 20 minutes of this game is like how all top six matches usually are. Usually they're going to feel each other out. There's going to be some nervousness, especially coming back from not playing with each other for a while from their national break. I think it's going to be a little nervy, a little nervy. You know, you got to shake out all the jitters. Then I think, you know, we're going to truly find out if Tottenham showed out to play. So I'm still picking Liverpool to win it. I'm saying 2-1. I think Harry Kane scores. And I think it's, I don't want to say a penalty, but I feel like, you know, Liverpool might give up a penalty. But I'm going to say 2-1, Mane scores, and I'm going to say Salah. I think he's due. It's like the degenerate gambler in me. I say he's due. The streak. He's streaked bad for a while. You got to streak good once every blue moon. You got to end that streak, and now it's time to start betting on Salah. I'm, I'm behind that bet, but I'm going to f- take the exact opposite result. <laughs> Um. Oh, Ooh, you're saying I'm upset. Say, yeah, I'm going to say an upset. I am going to say this solely because of emotional reasons. I think, I think the first game back after an international break is exactly like you said. There's, there's, you know, it's a little bit slower. It's, it's not quite as thought through as any other game in the Prem would be. The international break is a little weird. You haven't practiced with each other for two weeks. You haven't seen each other for two weeks. You've been practicing with other teammates. So, um, yeah, they're back from the international break now, but that's just a day. And I know these are professional athletes, and and it's not as much to them as as it would seem to us. But there's still something to be said about the readiness of teams after an international break or a break of any sort. Um. So I think both teams are going to be a little bit slower than usual coming out of the gates into the first half, into the second half. And I think because of Harry Kane and the uh, you know re-entry of Deli Alley and <clears throat> Eriksson's son, um, I think they'll be able to surprise Liverpool just twice. Mm-hmm. I, I think Harry Kane is such a fucking threat in games like this. I know you know that from both of us fucking know that from firsthand experience. He excels against the top six club. Him and Aguero, I think have the best goal ratios versus the top six clubs. And, and that's something to be accounted for. So I, th- I think that King definitely gets on the score sheet. I don't think anybody can doubt that. And I think Tottenham get a lucky goal in. Um, and I think, I think Salah will play brilliantly, but I think it's Mane with the goal. I think this season Mane's just been the difference um, in Liverpool. He's been the one to supply that final touch, just as Salah was last year. So I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be edgy. I think it's going to be fucking a little bit testy. I think Tottenham is finally not going to bottle it. I think they're finally Mm. going to be under substantially less pressure pressure than their opponent. Liverpool is living with the pressure of no title 
since 1989. The pressure of Gerard slipping in 2013. You just love reminding them of this, don't you? You just I, I, <laughs> I really a, do. And plus, you're I such saw, a you're I such saw, a dick. <laughs> such I a saw dick. the NBC uh fucking NBC's uh the collapse of Liverpool's title effort in 2013 um recap, and it was it was so fucking well done. It, it made me forget how fucking good the 2013 Liverpool squad was. I honestly think I might pick them over this 2019 Liverpool squad just because, like, fuck me, I, I completely forgot all about that shit. And how devastating and pressuring that fucking, uh, that legacy is. So I, I think that, that two-part, two-point exclamation, exclamation, Jesus Christ, the whiskey's getting to me. Uh, yeah, you Ex- okay? No, not at all. Explanation um, is why Tottenham's going to come out victorious at Anfield. And like I said at the beginning of this, I think this is going to be just like Dortmund and Bayern. I think this is the title decider right now. I know City has two huge games against Manchester United and I think Chelsea um, left in their remaining schedule. So really just Manchester United. Okay. To be fair, just... Kind of Manchester United. Pew, um, pew, pew, shots, shots yeah, everywhere. Fired, yeah. fire, shooting, shooting all the fucking shots, baby. It's um, a fucking war zone in here. It's inglorious bastards, baby. I want my Nazi scouts. Um, <laughs> so I, I totally see where you're coming from. I could, I could see it. I just know this is must-watch TV. 11.30, find me at the fucking local pub. I'm going to be there because I am not missing this. I'll be drunk because i'm gonna show up for the chelsea match at nine so i will be roaring rip roaring ready to go um so this is gonna be fucking awesome but also i just want to just say low-key and i don't mean to bet against my team but newcastle at plus 716 against arsenal that's um i'm just saying i'm just that's pretty it's pretty nice odds it's pretty like those odds I kind of like those odds. You I'm like not going to plus do... 760. I kind of like that too. I mean, no, I'm just saying I'm I, if the principle of the matter, I would not, you know, bet against my team. But it's also oh, what yes, you... you would. Okay, I have. But like <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's also if I bet against them and they win, I'm still happy. So, you know, it's like what you always say like I could bet against Man U and if they win, I'll be happy. So, you know, it's a it's a win-win either way. I think I got that advice from Colin Cowherd. God rest his soul. Well, he's alive, so he's uh... (laughs) not good. Colin Cowherd, that man is dead. That man, (laughs) long dead. (laughs) He's gone. He gone. Um, Before we move into fan questions, um, I wanted to end the show with this, Martin, but and I haven't told you this yet. It was, it's kind of a bummer, but I don't want to end the show on the bummer. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, totally fine by me. Okay. So we've always talked about like our comings and goings. Martin, we used to live together. He moved down to Charlotte. And I recently said I was going to move up to Boston uh, to hopefully do social work for grad school. Well, I got the letter today. I didn't get in. This is now the 10th school that I've not gotten into. And the reason I bring this up is, is not to be like, I don't want to get like, oh, Kevin, I'm so sorry. That fucking sucks. I don't want any of that because I know. But the thing is, I think we should talk about facing adversity. And I think it can apply not only to me, but also in the soccer world. I think if we talk about players, and the first example that came to my head was David Beckham. If David Beckham would have given in when he got sent down to the championship for Preston North End, then 
it's how you face adversity. He came out of that a stronger, better person because he pushed himself because he knew what it felt like to be put down. Do you think Jamie Vardy would have given up when he was packing boxes before he moved up to Leicester? Do you think Harry Kane would have moved up uh, when he was also on Leicester? So I don't mean to be a fucking bummer. I'm still moving to Boston. So all the Boston Lads fans, I'm excited to be there with you guys. Um, I just want to say that it's how you face adversity. And I'm fucking grinding. And the reason I bring sauce sauce is because Lads is going to be firing on even more cylinders. I don't got to worry about some dumbass social work bullshit. Also, Martin, I also wanted to say, do, do they just not want people to help people? Like, you know, does that not like matter to them that they want people to help other people? I, I apparently not because I mean I've I've known this man for math years, math that I can't do off six? the top of my head. Years. Six years? Have we known each six, other for seven six years? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever that is, and and like not to be for real with y'all, but he has has been one of the steadier rocks that I fucking have come across, and I I have skipped some pebbles into the fucking pond. And and fucking this dude is is for real. He's he's a he's a true one of a kind in terms of his his want to help people. And so uh, to all the colleges everywhere that rejects anybody <laughs> anywhere, this is a statement from the office of Martin P. Frazier. My middle name doesn't start with a P, but you ain't getting that knowledge. Uh, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's all you gotta say. Go fuck yourself. Like you know, <laughs> like. I, I just don't understand it. Like, it's mind-boggling that, like, you know, I can understand why I didn't get into law school. That makes sense to me. But, like, social work? Come on. Like, you, you don't think I can just, like, come out and be like, hey, you all right? Like, what's what's going on? You know? I think that's pretty much what you do in social work, right? <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's just I just blowed it down. So I just want to announce that uh, because I'll be moving in July, and we're probably going to have, like, a little break while I figure out moving stuff like we did with Martin when he moved uh, down to Charlotte. Um, so, yeah. I just want to do a quick announcement, please. No one be like, oh, that boohoo sucks. No, it's a learning experience. You know, think of the fucking Batman series. Why do we fall down just to pick ourselves up or whatever it is? You know, Christopher Nolan, great director. Um, <laughs> you know the quote. You know it. Um, all right, Martin, before we get into fan questions, we're going to take a quick ad break right now. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. And we're back, Martin. Okay, first question comes from our Twitter, um, lads underscore podcast. Please give us a follow. It comes from World Football Talk. Give them a follow at, at WFT underscore podcast. Uh, they said, on a scale of likely to happen to lock it in, how likely is Milan winning the Champions League next season? Um, I'm pretty sure he's referring to AC Milan, correct? I'm going to say zero? Like Both Milans, actually. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to go very much I'll make zero. that a broader answer for you, too. So you don't have to clarify which Milan. Neither of them are anywhere close to good enough or have enough beans to win the Champions League. Hell, they should try to qualify for the Champions League before the, the big picture's on winning the Champions League. Yeah, I they're not even on my fucking radar. Like, <laughs> I haven't even, like, considered them in the hunt. Like, I consider teams, like... Tottenham or Atletico in the hunt where I'm like, I could, I wouldn't be, I would be shocking, but not that shocked. You know what I mean? I would be absolutely shocked if one of the Milans uh, won the Champions League next year. Uh, I think they're both in major rebuilds and trying to find the identity. So uh, next question. 
It's from Mamo Chan at underscore Mamo Chan underscore. He says, I just started following the Premier League. He was a La Liga fan. Um, and I was going to pick a team this season to root for. He's stuck between Man U, Arsenal, and Tottenham. Help him. Martin. So, well, so I think we're at odds right now. I mean, to be honest, do you want to support losers or winners? So winners don't support Tottenham. Pick okay. United. All right. Oh, oh, God damn it. <laughs> I thought we could have came together on that. You bitch. Um <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, pick Arsenal if you like uh fun football and you if know, you the, like if you hope. like the fucking uh edging. If you yeah. like to be edged, pick mm-hmm. Arsenal or Tottenham. If you like to win trophies in the past and some shittier ones as of recent, pick United. All right, dude. Don't all right. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm just done with you. I'm out. I'm done with you. I'm out. I'm out. All right, next question. Uh Lawrence LeBruce. At Lauren LeBruce one says, do you think, do y'all think Liverpool or Man City lose any matches going down the stretch? Uh, Martin already does. Or will this come down to one of the two drawing a match and losing the title? I know both have tough games ahead, but I feel like a draw for either is like a loss at this point. That's a good point. You, They literally, like Liverpool has to be perfect. And so does Man City essentially. So either team getting a draw is like devastating at this stage of the Premier League. I think, um, I think Liverpool. I think there's potential for both of them to go undefeated, and Man City wins by one point, which would be soul crushing the Liverpool. Like, not to remind you guys, but like, <laughs> but like that would really suck. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of the Premier League. Anything can happen any given weekend. Any like that's how you know. It's almost like March Madness. It's it's March, baby. Anything can happen. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I think it's it's any point that you lose, that's the title right there. Um, and I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but same in the Bundesliga. It's it's just amassing the best record to the end. And I genuinely think City will be able to do it better than Liverpool solely because of the emotional side. But I I just can't remember. I mean, I, I know, like, historically when it was. But in the past, like, three or four years, I can't remember a more exciting end to a Prem season. Like, we are six games to the end, and we have the arguably, I'm I'm sorry, not arguably, uh, just obviously the best two teams in England duking it out, separated by one point and a game in hand. And if that ain't soccer, I don't know what soccer is. This reminds mm. me of the old school battles between you and me, Arsenal and United, uh, Chelsea, fucking United, fucking uh, Manchester City in 2013. It's, it's just one of those awesome fucking seasons where we don't know who the winner is going to be in January. It's fucking March. There are six games left. And we don't know who it's going to be. We can't even make bets, like certain bets on who it's going to be because it's so fucking close. So, I mean, no matter who you are a fan of, this is football. This is fucking soccer. This is what I live to see. So even though I hate with all my fucking heart both of these teams, it's fun. It's fucking fun. Uh 
It's beautiful, and I'm so glad it's back. Jesus Christ. All right, last question from our Twitter comes from Colt Hoffman FC at Colt9085. 58356. I hope that's not your social security number. Um, on a scale of zero to 1999 Champions League final, Martin, how Oof. stoked are you about Ali at the wheel? Uh, 1999 Champions League final, 90th minute plus two. There's a corner kick, and we win. I am fucking lividly stoked. I, I'm so fucking happy. I, I, I'm just. So happy because he's such a nice dude. He's not mm-hmm. he's not like an asshole like Jose Mourinho. He he's not borderline dumb like David Moyes. He's not an oaf like Louis Van Gaal. He's nice. He's happy. He's encouraging. He's the Manchester United way. Sir Alex like every time I saw Sir Alex, especially after a goal when he did his little dance, his little jig, I was just like, Dad? Grandpa, like, Dad? I just loved that man for what he stood for. He was hard, he was strict, but he loved his players, his his team, his family. Uh, I'm sorry, his fans, his his staff, his caretakers, like they were family. And that that's the sense that Ollie's brought back for me at least. So I I'm to the moon and back. For all his confirmation as as a real deal manager, not caretaker. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm jazzed for you, Martin. I'll say it. I'm pretty excited for you. I like Solskjaer. He's given me no reason not to like him. And you know, the league is better when Manchester United's good. I'll say it. I mean, the haters, Liverpool, Man City, people will say they hate it, but it's better for the Premier League and world soccer. So, next question comes from our Discord channel. It is from your boy Garf. Make sure to join our Discord channel so you can talk with other fellow lads and talk soccer, whatever. Uh, Beer. We talk about other sports, American sports. It's a good time. He says, if you could switch lives with a professional footballer, who would it be? Ooh. 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 That's tough. Hmm. Andreas Pirlo. Fuck. Damn it. No, I want that. No, take it back. Nope. I already got it. it. I already got it. it Fuck. I fucking nailed that question. That's 100% yeah. on the test. That's A+. Plus. Andreas Pirlo, now and forever. Mm. Well, I'm David Beckham, bitch. Oh, well. You know, mm. I'll mm. still take Andreas. He is cool. David Beckham is hot. I'll take, I'll take the fucking Dude, are you cool me hot? Italian. Yeah, you me obviously. Hot? Have you uh, seen thanks. Kevin? Fucking I mean, get after him, ladies. Fucking man rocket. Um. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Um, it's like, uh, what's it called? The spit and chicklets guys say that, uh, they say it's like what hockey guys say about hot dudes, uh, man rocket. <laughs> I am so fucking disconnected from, you know, like the uh, world mainstream. Shut up. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but like fucking things that are going on in society, like mainstream society. I am fucking disconnected. I need to start getting back on, back on my jam and start watching TV and shit. Fuck. Hmm. I need to know about fucking man rockets. I need to do my research on man rockets. I I, I think you do. All right. <laughs> um, the next question, uh, what's it called? Uh, comes from our Instagram. And I don't have it open right now. So, so Martin, um, fill, fill this time. Sing something. Okay. 
Um, okay, I got it. All right. Thank, <laughs> thank God. Thank, thank, thank God we didn't have to do that. All right. So this is from our Instagram at Lads Podcast. Check us out. If not, okay. The first question is, are you going to be covering the Women's World Cup? Oh, I've been saying this for weeks, baby. U.S. Women's National Team, we're, we're taking it fucking home. I already have. I'm going to go place my bet tomorrow. I'm going to put $100 on the U.S. Women's National Team to take this shit home. Alex Morgan from New Jersey, like me, which is, you know, not great. Not a but brag. Like, not, not a brag. Not, <laughs> not a brag at all. Well, I was born in PA, grew up in New Jersey. I hate to be that guy. All right. Um, yeah, I think we're going to definitely cover it. Maybe not as ex- I mean, I, I mean, there's not going to be anything going on. And even if there wasn't, I feel like we'd still cover this pretty thoroughly. It is very important. And I love our team so much. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely be covering it, uh, watching it, fucking talking about it, chatting about it, fucking DMing about it. Um, I'm, I'm stoked to see that shit. Uh, I, I just love how dominant the United States is in the World Cup when when we get to watch real mm-hmm. fucking goddamn shit like like we did in fucking 2015 the Japan fucking United States final that shit was my jam and I'm Dude. I'm excited to go back where is it this year by the way oh oh great question um <laughs> it was in right. Canada last time I know that I remember yeah. that I don't know um, where it is uh, Brazil uh, women's world Cup. I'm googling uh this this is all right our stats team is saying it is in France, Francois. Francois, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, so uh, shout out to France. Um, even though we got really mad at your manager's list a few weeks ago, but that's fine. All right, last question. If you could only have one EPL captain to help you in a street fight, who would it be and why? Oh, Patrick Vieira for me by a mile. That guy would fucking murder. Oh, my God. I mean, if we're talking current, current EPL captain... Mm, that's tough. I'm just thinking of like legends right now. Martin, you pick someone uh, from the past. I think I have an idea of, in terms of Manchester United. Uh, Eric Antona, Rio Fernand, uh, Vidic, fucking Rooney. Do you want me to go outside of Manchester United? John Terry, fucking Vincent Company, fucking Sammy Hipia, Jamie Carragher. Uh, let's see, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. You sound very far away, Martin. Are you on speaker? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Uh, yeah, but I'm trying to figure it out as I talk. Oh, okay. I'm back, baby. Oh, there you um, are. Yeah, so all those that I just mentioned, uh, I, I think there are a plethora. You could even toss in Mark Noble. Mark Noble tried to fight Paul Pogba, who just happens to stand six feet taller then Mark Noble onto that list. Uh, fuck it. I'll take Mark Noble any day. Yeah. Mark Noble's a mean bastard man. So he is that. He is he, that. Like, is a uh, Cattermole. Can you count Cattermole? He was on hmm. Sunderland. He was a badass motherfucker too. Yeah. That, if I'm in a street fight, I think I want Mark Noble because he will like he won't play by the rules. He'll break a glass bottle, slit a throat like that guy. He's will on not... West Ham, too. There's a whole documentary about the fucking West Ham fighters. It's called uh, Kevin. Help me. Jesus Christ. Frodo. Blowing Frodo. bubbles. Frodo is the oh, main character. Eli- Elijah Wood. Yeah. Yeah. The movie. Oh, uh, Green Tree Hooligans. Oh, you got Thank real you. Tip, tip of the tongue. Tip of the tongue syndrome, my friend. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was bad. But yeah, Mark Noble through and through. Word. All right. So those are our questions, guys. Uh, stay tuned for Tuesday. Have a beer on us this weekend. Enjoy some Premier League action. It's back, baby. It's so fucking back. Martin, it's been a pleasure. Oh, well, dude, always. Peace, y'all. Sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to my